I don't decide what heaven high I'm going to do before I do it. That's why they're so often so it's boring. It's spontaneous. You allow the spirit to move you. As I he, do. As is the spirit he as he willed, but with a capital H. I think it's mostly she, isn't it? Considered yeah, yeah, feminine. Sure she, yeah. well, are, are you? Are you actually saying that you were channelling the Lord at that precise moment? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The whole of this, the whole of what I'm doing so far has just been a very, very subtle piece of uh, of um, the evangelism. Slow, the oh, slowest revelation. People haven't realised this has just been a re- revelatory outburst. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Revelation. You go back and listen to it. Everything listen John has said. All listen to it. it. All 200 episodes has been the unfiltered, pure word of God. That's right. <laughs> Descended Every- from on high. Especially <laughs> that time we were talking about jerk chicken. <laughs> Episode 201. Today's topic is Shouldn't the United States simply adopt A4? Mm-hmm. I think we all are tired of PC load letter. Do you like <laughs> Office Space as a film? Yes, yes. although I didn't yes. like I think it could have ended halfway through. Hmm. What's happened to Mike Judge? He did, um, he's, he's doing a TV show now. I'll, I'll find out what it is. No, please don't. I'm going to. Please don't. Why don't you want to talk something to Mike Judge? You asked. No, you need to hear that. I wanted to come out of your head, not typing. I can't remember. Well, that's doesn't uh, necessarily. Mike Judge. Have you watched Idiocracy yet? Yes. Yes, I have. That's okay. Then you're. It wasn't. It wasn't sufficiently good. I thought it was quite good. Did you like Office Space Two? I didn't see that. Does that exist? exist, does it? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I um, it does. Uh, he's did a TV series called You and Your Effing Coffee. That sounds uh-huh. rubbish. Sounds great. Um, something called Ripped. Mm-hmm. Was that that terrible movie they got critically panned? Yes, yes, that was that. Okay. Um, and then something called Still Punching the Clown. He's playing... Oh, it's as an actor. I'm looking at actor. Okay. He's not an actor. As a writer, what's he up to? Oh, so, Silicon Valley is his current thing. Oh, no, right. Silicon Valley is very good. I haven't watched it yet. Is this Valley, good? Yeah. Why am I being an idiot? Of course I'm watching Silicon Valley. That's you idiot! Silicon... And what was weird about Silicon Valley is in the uh, Google uh, press release which uh, Sergey wrote... It wasn't saying it was the other one. Oh yes, you pointed this out to me, uh, Larry. Oh, Larry, his one of his full stops linked to the Hooli homepage, the fake Hooli homepage <laughs> of uh, you know Hooli uh, X Y Z. That's quite good. Which is weird for when he's basically doing a big tax dodge. Uh, have a little <laughs> joke in there. It's strange. Because it? well, it's his way of saying I'm above the law. You, yeah. may, you may not approve of my behaviour, but you can't stop me. Hmm. I think people who are that rich and successful should be above the law. Yes. Well, yes. well, they are basically. Why should, well, it's like, why should petty human laws apply to them? Yeah. But like you know, you um, tech journalists, like for example, although the biggest company on the planet at the moment is Apple, right? Yeah. But tech journalists are always writing pieces predicting the downfall of Apple, and people have always been predicting the downfall of Microsoft. Mm-hmm. People, ne- people never seem to predict the downfall of Google, though. I think, I think it's because people just see Google as being synonymous with the internet, and we can't. Yeah, yeah. We can't imagine the internet going away. So oh. therefore, we simply can't imagine Google going away. So people don't remember Alta Vista. Yeah. It is weird, doesn't it? Yeah. We, Ask Jeeves. We just think Google equals internet. The internet is going to be with us forever. Therefore, so will Google. If, mm. if we'll see. Uh, actually, if Google ever something weird did happen and they threatened to disappear, at that point, some sort of state socialism, pan national socialism, would have to come into play, and they would have to just be nationalised. I mean, it would have to. Oh, right. they'd, they'd be a utility. Surely, they couldn't just disappear. The Americans would simply run the internet for the goodness of everyone else. Well, they did right. for many they years, didn't they? No, you can trust us. Mm. We'll promise we won't look. Do you remember in the <laughs> 90s when Apple used to pay Hollywood 
ridiculous amounts of money to always use Apple products to make it look like they were a significant company. But they still yeah. do that. And now they are a significant company. But they do still pay. Maybe that works. Every t- pretty much every TV program or Netflix has a ridiculous abundance of Apple products. You know what you should do? Rock, paper, shotgun. <laughs> yes. You should pay everybody to. Hang on, I'm just listening to the latest episode of uh, of, uh, of a Rum Doings and then <laughs> we're looking at the new Rock, paper, shotgun the, 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 the season, yeah, season hey. four of uh, House of Cards will have Frank Underwood pausing briefly to join the RPS sometimes. supporter program before pushing somebody <laughs> say, under a tram. He'll say sometimes. He'll say sometimes politics is like a computer game. I know that because I read this review on Rock and Shotgun, <laughs> and it would be no less subtle than the Toyota adverts that appear in almost every American TV program. The, uh, the, the never not awful Under the Dome features the most. Oh, that's not still going. It's still going. ridiculous. Features the most gratuitous Toyota adverts you've ever seen in your life. They go. Uh, is it the only thing that can go under across the dome? It's a sad idea. My goodness, Toyota Priuses can drive through the dome. They'll stay whistle. Not yet, but I would not be surprised <laughs> yes. at this point. There was another TV... A white collar used to have... had a sequence Racist. in which uh, someone was parking in one of these cars with parking assist, and, that he, and they have a close-up on the thing, and he's selecting goes, Wow, this parking assist is really good. <laughs> it's really good. Stop it. Stop what? advertising cars. One of the more... One of the more curiously gratuitous um, bits of product placement, because of how out of place it seemed, was, a, was in the first season of Beep, uh, Veep. Uh, right. There was there was a line where they had one of the characters that were looking at some information. They just said, "I'll just bing it." No, no human being has ever said that. No human being ever has ever said, "I'll bing it." I was at a one of the launch and yeah, close to the launch of Bing. And yes, then, yeah, I must have told this story. The sad on lady, the, podcast, the lady. <laughs> well, repeat it. Come on, everybody <laughs> wants to hear that one again. So I was at, I was jobbing at Future, and I was sent down to this. It was a Windows Ten. No, no, Windows 10, Windows 8, sorry, Windows 8. No, it was before 8. No, it was 8. It was Are you 8. sure? Yeah, it was 8. Um, they were no, you the wouldn't be working for Future when Windows 8 was coming out. I was, it was... You were working Future when Windows 95 was no, coming out. No, I don't know, right, it must, have, it must have been earlier than Windows 8. I think it was Windows 7, actually, John, seriously. It was, it was after Vista had collapsed and Windows 7 was coming. You're, again, everything When did much, Windows 8 come out? Three years ago. Oh, yeah. then it must have. It was Windows 7, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Sorry, you'll, you'll, be dead, you'll be dead soon. I will, I probably yeah. already am. Yes. Um, anyway, so yes, I guess... John, it's 20 seven. years this September since I went to university. We're old, we're middle-aged men now. A- we're old! I got my A-levels 19 years ago this month. Yes, exactly, I've just read about 20 then. Ah, uh, that's longer ago than when I, how old I was when I got. Them. Yeah, <laughs> that's not okay. Anyway, so, so anyway, yeah. So quickly, the, so, I went sent down to this in 1874, and I was told I was told that it was going to be about game. There was going to be a whole big section on games and Windows. Mm-hmm. So I went out for PC Gamer, and there was nothing on that at all. But there was a lady who was there oh, yeah. talking about Bing, Yay. and so she went on this. She said, um, "If you uh, so said, if you say you are going on holiday to San Francisco, just type in holiday to San Francisco." And bing, here's the result. Is it bing? You're done, or you're done. Bing, it's it. Obviously, as we turned out, it's 17 years ago. This (laughs) meeting happened. But yeah, it was so tragic. That's the only other person ever to say bing. Yeah, (laughs) apart from when talking about the best program on television on CBBS. Hasn't Microsoft have sold bits of Bing? No, it is the number two search engine in the world. I've never heard of anyone who uses it. Well, that's the thing. It's a lot of people use it. They just don't know they're using it, right? Like, um, like the 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 search bar in Windows has always used Bing, giving the results. Um, Siri uses a lot. Uses Bing as its, uh, as its backend. Yahoo uses Bing as its backend. I think, there's there's a lot of Bing users out there. They just don't say they're using Bing because they pop largely but don't it, know it. But it costs Microsoft a fortune to run. Not, not really though, because it uses the infrastructure they use to power Azure. So it's a it's a good way to smoke test oh, Azure. Right. So it's basically a testing. Platform. Yeah, basically. I don't know what Azure is. Azure, Azure. Is, is their cloud platform they're, they're oh, for, for rivaling Amazon Web Services. Yeah, so they're fight with that. I would have gone Cerulean instead mm. of Azure. Cerulean. Mm. Mm. Pad. 
It's still a not pre- so much a shade of blue. It's a, it's a nice word though. Azure. I prefer cerulean. Azul, azul in 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 uh, Castilian Spanish. Azul. Yeah. Uh, How's married life treating you? If John? you stand up, Nick, and just pick up the tiger toy, the mm-hmm. the left, the cheetah toy, whatever it is. Yeah. I think you should make a little cameo on on the podcast with his roar. Go on then. It's an amazing roar. It's kind of frightening, isn't it? That's it. That's, what That's a very sinister noise. It's like a sort of weird. Ah. It is sort of sinister, sinister purr. So you've got different ways you can bike here. Does do, do the got does, does your son ever get the chance to play with that? No, it's that is yeah. it's, not, it's fun. It doesn't squeeze anywhere, though, I don't think. No. It's, it's got a weird head. Anyway, there you go. That's good. That's a little delude. <laughs> yeah. An advert for Le Maz toys. Yeah, Le Maz. Le Maz. They're, they're very well known for their toys. For their toys. We've got a dragon one, which when you pull down, it goes... Flaps its wings. Very exciting. Not like a Game of Thrones dragon. <laughs> Toby's in trouble. A Game of Thrones dragon as a children's toy would be entertaining. That would be brills. Yeah. Like a full-sized one. Yes. Or a little babby one. Like <laughs> a full-size. I'm sure there must be Game of Thrones kiddie toys. You know, you could have all sorts of, all sorts of fun. It'd become a real problem at Christmas time when every parent wants a full-sized dragon for their child. Mm. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare this Christmas, isn't it? It's going to be the number one. It's going to be all the, the times it's going to have it on the front page. Number one children's toy. Yeah. Always an exciting. Apparently, it's story. Baymax this year. Baymax. No, Baymax. Have Bay- you not, you've not seen, seen Big Hero Six. No, oh, yeah. I have not seen Big Hero. Go and see Big Hero Six here's, because it's lovely. And you sure it is, love but here's the thing: when the, the last Mitchell nine months, I haven't been able to go to the cinema. Oh, no, 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 that's that, that's, that's, that's self pissing off. No, no, no. When I have been able to go to the cinema, I've gone to see films just just one wants to see because I get to go on my own now. Yeah. Well, you go and see that. Well, it hasn't was not when I think Big Hero Six came out when Toby was being born. Uh, yeah. ignore, even if you ignore the story, I think you'll love the visuals of San Francisco, which is a mixture of San Francisco and Tokyo. In this, I've heard it's extremely good. I've heard that yes. uh, Inside Out is very good too. There's many films I'd like to see that I've missed because of the stupid baby. <laughs> but there's there's an inflatable healthcare robot in that called called Baymax, and he's adorable. Oh, excellent! And, uh, and he's apparently he's going to be this year's. Uh, even though this so, year's so long after the film came out, gosh. Well, but yeah. Frozen's toys <laughs> became no, huge true. more than a year after. Yeah, but Frozen was being. Much much bigger than Frozen's not very not actually that good. It's very good. It's not that it is. good. No, you're wrong. It's a really no, you, boring you kept arguing story. about this. Well, you know, actually, the story Judith has made it very clear that it is very good. I'm sorry. The story, the story itself isn't much to write home about. Although the exactly. story, the story isn't the primary point of the film. Here's a good thing about Once Upon a Time that you've just started watching. Mm-hmm. The uh, story in Frozen was originally the Snow Queen. Yes, and they were going to make a movie of that. Then, as they wrote and wrote and wrote, they eventually wrote themselves. They completely yeah. wrote out the original story. It took about fifty years, apparently. I heard it was. I heard it was a song, "Let It Go," but they once they'd written "Let It Go," oh, they realised that any character who sings "Let It Go" couldn't possibly be a baddie, so they had right. to have Elsa not yeah. be a baddie anymore. So what Once Upon a Time does is it has Elsa and her sister in the in the show as new characters. Hmm. Don't spoil. <clears throat> brings back in the Snow Queen storyline, so it has the mirror and the shards of the mirror get broken mm. and fall into people's eyes and, mm. and all this stuff. So they actually. In to weave the original Snow Queen story back in. That's quite a clever thing to do. Yeah, yeah. if it weren't so desperately cheap. Yes, if only it weren't all green screened. All green screened and the everything, midi, everything, MIDI music. Everything now that I've told you about it, you'll listen to the MIDI keyboard I playing. You know, I've, I've got bored of it after four, three and a half seasons. So Anything you are watching now? Yes, lots. Orange is the New Black? I see, we've watched I've never two watched episodes. that, I don't watched, know what it's about. It's about ladies in prison, it's very good. We watched two Prisoner episodes. Prisoner Cell so Block far. H, in other words. That, except funnier, and with, mm. more, and with more Captain Janeway. Uh, oh, it's Captain Janeway is in it. Yes, but you would not recognise her. It took me so long to realise. There was a thing. I was about halfway through. So I mean, I know her. Who yes. is she? Who is she? It's bloody Captain Janeway. That's what I did. Like, what is it? Oh, 
she's enormous now and Russian and terrifying. Which are not things you would identify with Captain James. We've got the like through the ice. around 97, I would have thought. Yes, it's uh, it's quite an alarming change in, in thing. What are we watching? Um, we're watching. Uh, we're still watching Under the Dome. I think we mentioned that. Why are you doing that? Because it's enjoy punishing form yourself. of self harm. Yeah. It's it one of those. It's again. It's that dinner lady's Rather than slicing yourself it's, in the arm. It's so bad. If we didn't watch it, it would get away with it. We are yes, fallen beings, and we deserve to be punished. That's right. We deserve to watch Under the Dome. Every week. <laughs> the reason it's still going, even though nobody watches it in America, because it's so awful, is that it's got international sales deals. That means no matter how bad its ratings are, it's already made enough money for each season before it's even aired. Right. So it doesn't even need to worry about NBC adverts. Um, it's that and the other sugar that's doing that is Extant. Extant is completely balmy but slightly better with Halle Berry playing an astronaut that came back from space on her own pregnant. <laughs> with an android son as well in their house. Oh, trash. If you could click your fingers and go on holiday to any place Oh, sorry, on I misunderstood. Earth, uh, go to, on holiday to any place yes. on Earth, where would you go for, for a couple of weeks? It's like I'm, I'm some weird sugar daddy that just says that's well, that's what I'm, you were. That's what I'm going to, if only that's what I'm going to grant you. <laughs> and you can't get anything else. I don't, you're not getting my money in any other way. But I'll send you on any ho- any holiday to a place. It's not, not obviously you can't go on a cruise, but to a place. Uh, so I can't do any migrant train journeys. No, no. Just gonna pick, it has to be to a place. I'm that's just going to pick Chicago again. Sorry. No, that's not where you haven't been. Well, yeah. I'm not going to pick a. I already know I like Chicago. The Seychelles. Well, there might be other like places. Yeah, but, but then maybe when I pick it, and I don't like it, then I've wasted this Hong amazing Hong. opportunity. Seychelles. Well, Seychelles is going to be. I don't like Sydney. Holidays. Yeah, Sydney. I'm no, I'm no interest in going to Australia. They've got spiders there, the size of your face. Why would you go to a place with spiders that can kill you? That's ridiculous. Uh, if there was a, you know, oh, an episode of Star Trek and they go, oh, this planet's got spiders that can kill you, you wouldn't send a landing party. You keep going. No reason to go to Australia. Mauritius. Beach holidays, boring. Don't care. And Antarctica. So you, you don't Antarctica would be tempting. Yeah, well, um, no, you'd have to go by on a cruise and, 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 yeah. and nick a set no, no, but no, you, no, okay, to get there, I suppose I would allow it. Oh, that's then, nice. Well, I, think, maybe, I think you'd go to Santiago and then take a, then take yeah, a cruise from yeah. Santiago. Yeah. I'd be quite interested to go and stay somewhere remote in the north of Norway, maybe. Well, yeah, the Norway. You know, Iceland is another thing. Oh, we've been, you know, I, wouldn't, I thought you wouldn't let me do Iceland because we've been there. Yeah. Well, I, I would like to go back to Svalbard. Svalbard, although I do think that Philip Pullman was possibly lying to us about the polar pit. What? I don't think they. What? I know. But it's something the truth about the the not the, the rest the of it. Sort of, it's yeah. definitely made of sin, right? Yeah, but okay. the rest of it, the pages. Spoiler for the Northern Lights yeah. trilogy. <laughs> no, obviously, no, obviously, there is such a thing as a demon, but there's no such thing as a polar bear. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Dexter was my demon, and now he's gone. Yeah, well, there was. Sad. Got a I've lost my soul. Lucy Mom. certainly isn't my soul. <laughs> no. It's a sad sight for Lucy. Lucy isn't my, isn't my child. <laughs> Lucy, Lu, 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 Lucy is one of the, those sinful creatures. What was it? Was there? Wasn't there? No, it was somebody else's demon. There weren't any independent creatures in uh, his Dark Materials, were there? Oh, there were. The polar bears were demons, so... That's true. They were, certainly, they were just manifest... They, I think they were animals independent of... I think animals just took the... The demons took the form of animals that already existed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I think there's something quite nasty about the fact that some people's fates were determined by the inevitability of their animal. Like if your animal's a wolf, you're going to end up being a guard. That's well, there is rubbish. some debate in My Little Pony about whether their cutie mark determines their fate and personality, or whether right. their fate and person's yes. personality influences their cutie mark. Because yeah, because when they're born without a cutie mark, and the cutie mark appears as they go through the equivalent of adolescence. Yeah. So okay. One wonders whether, and of course, there was an episode where it was the same with the demons. Didn't they, they didn't settle down. Yes, the there was, there was an episode in my yes. point where they got ri- where somebody had effectively she she had gotten rid of all their cutie marks because she wanted egalitarianism, and she said it was gosh not right to. Um, but then she 
<gasps> Applejack is, isn't she? Well, there's a debate about um, uh, Rainbow uh, Dash as well. I mean, really, very sporty. You know, let's <laughs> 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 <Let's> just say. <laughs> Although, actually, when it comes out, uh, you, you know, well, well it, it'll actually end up uh, being uh, what's her name? Who is? Who's the one who designed the dresses? What? She'll be the one who ends up being. It's the one you don't expect. Uh, oh God, what's her name? I... You're asking for My Little Pony. This is your territory. Uh, it's not my territory. I just. Should, should, we, call, should, we, call, should we call Judith? Yes, yeah, really important. <laughs> no, no. Um, will actually divorce me if I don't know what this person's name, if person, pony's name is. You better, uh, better do some sort of rarity. Googling. Rarity. Oh, oh, thank heaven. That was close. I still have a family. You know who Yay! Plays, you know who plays um, Discord in My Little Pony? I do this, not. Who's this demon that keeps popping in and causing Discord and so on and playing as uh, sort of a multi-dimensional being that just plays games with all these people? Um, the same, Q. The, yeah, the same pace of John Delancey. Yes. Wow, fantastic. So basically, and he basically does the horse play Q. Q. That's great. The kind of horsey, goatee, lion <laughs> Q Griffin. I like that Q. Q was always in Star Trek. Was like the, it was writing Star Trek must have been awful. And Q, yeah. I yeah. felt like was like the, the psychological manifestation <laughs> of their frustration and relief. So yeah. he would come into the show and just prick. The pomposity yes. of how awful it all was by laughing at essentially yeah. what would the thing they were doing every other week. So yeah. was coming and go, you ghastly, pastel, yeah. awful, smarmy people. And yeah. then the next week they would carry on being that yeah. even after that had happened. But also, I love the fact that they always provoke you. Yes. So cute, audio is obviously, you know. That's how you react to a multi-dimensional omnipotent god. One of the many, many nonsensical things that Voyager got horribly wrong is mm-hmm. that at one point, right, um, I remember that, that Janeway managed to save the entire Q continuum from destruction, right? right. Ma- s- averts a civil war oh, yeah. that would have destroyed the entire Q, uh, Q, uh, yeah, Q continuum. Right? Basically saved a race of perfect and multiple omnipotent beings. Mm-hmm. And then Q says at the end, Oh, before I go to reward you for like saving the entire, is there anything I could do for you? Yeah. And at no point does Jamie go. <laughs> could I go home? Is to... there any chance you could send us home, please, and save us a seventy-year-round trip? It doesn't even occur to her to ask. No wonder she's a tiny bit unlikely. No wonder she's fat and rushing in a prison now. <laughs> she deserves it. I, right? call, I refer to this as Dungeons and Dragons syndrome. Yeah, Dungeons really? and Dragons, where every week they would find a way back to the fairground that sent them there, and then find some torturous excuse not to. Take it. Like, what? what do you mean? So, did you ever watch it? Was a, no. It was a cartoon with Hank and. <laughs> I remember Hank. I had a jigsaw puzzle of it. That Dungeons and Dragons ride! Exactly. And so they go on this ride at the fairground and they end up in the Dungeons and Dragons I world. Um, and and then every week, every week on the show, they would uh, fight. They would be searching for the way home. And then they get there go, oh, we found a portal that gets us home. And they go, oh, but can Unicorn. Uni was their pet. Uni- Bobby's pet unicorn. They go, but Unicorn will die if he comes with us. Oh, okay. Well, let's keep searching for another way home that Uni won't be able to take then. And then what? <laughs> Every week, the dungeon master, who was this strange, robed, bearded people, probably yeah. would appear on the path and say, "Young mate, young. there's a huge back of Vendor who was sat on the back of a terrifying evil warlord on the back of a massive black horse, firing fireballs from the palms of his hands, and being a pedo, threatening these children." And dungeon master would appear and I say, "Children, if you take the left path, then your destinies will be curled slightly to the right path." <laughs> and they go, "What the hell does that mean, Daniel?" Dungeon Master, where are you? If you know, <laughs> children, give them the information they needed. That program was ridiculous, and Voyager was essentially a live action <laughs> version of Dungeons and Dragons. But, it, 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 but did you enjoy Voyager, though? No, I, well, I enjoyed. 
a few and the pilot is like this hour and a half the best Star Trek movie they never made I didn't see that. it was a really I good high it, budget interesting show and then after that no and then there was one good episode where the doctor the hologram doctor gets a family in order uh, to try to teach him empathy yes. and it's the, uh, the actor who plays uh, the doctor Robert Picardo is actually a really good actor <laughs> yeah. and if you don't cry watch an episode you're probably a <laughs> The best, the best thing about Voyager was that it took Rick Berman and Brandon Braga away from Deep Space Nine to, okay, work, yes. to develop Voyager so that Deep Space Nine could be written by somebody competent, i.e., what, what's his name? Brian Moore. Yes. Uh, Brian, yeah, Ronald yeah, Moore. Yeah, Ronald Moore. Yes. Moore. What yeah. I remember about Voyager <laughs> is it probably deserves to be a 10 episode series. Mm. Right. And then it will be fine. You just pick 10 good episodes. And get rid of that bloody red Indian. <laughs> You're so racist, Chakotay. I'm just saying with your special tattoo. Neelix was more just hateful than Chakotay. Oh, oh, no, Neelix was more hateful Actually, than Chakotay. Yeah. Well, what's his race? I want to kid to cry. Chef. I can't remember the, the chef race. It's my favourite fact about my favourite Oh, episodes. Neelix. Oh, God. The episode where Captain Janeway and Tom Paris go warp factor 10. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and so, of course, get turned into lizards, lizards and have sex with each other. Have sex, make babies, then turn back into humans and never mention it again. Yes. Yes. I think a conscious decision was taken never ever to mention it again. <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah. Maybe that was made on a dare. (laughs) Somebody must have just said, look, we're here in the the writing offices late at night. Screw it. They they go warp 10 and turn into lizards and and have babies. And and then, right, that's it. That's the episode. Bye. And it's weird that there was never, you know, there was, you thought there'd be at least some sexual or weird sexual tension between Janeway and Tom Paris after that point, but no. No. What Tom was such Par- a such a professional uh, captain that never what? what Tom Paris doing these days as an actor? I don't see him in much. I have to say, don't know. I think he's in stuff, isn't he? Let's let's see what Tom Paris is up to. That which is his name, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Tom Paris was played by Robert Duncan McNeil. Mm-hmm. He's professionally oh, old he and bald. Oh he's turned God. into Tom Watson. <laughs> yes, he has. He's playing Tom Watson on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> He was in an episode of Chuck. Oh dear! And an episode of Twenty Four. Not going to. Looks work. like he's jobbing. Mm. Oh dear, poor. But maybe, well, maybe you make enough money. You do six years of Voyager. It's bound to be syndicated. Yeah, so maybe he never needs to work. Well, again. Syndication work maybe it's quite the opposite of yeah, but that's what that's what all the actors and actresses in the Cosby Show were thinking until recently. They all going to have to suddenly get jobs advertising Jello pudding or something instead. <laughs> pudding pops. Pudding pops. Jello pudding with added sleeping pills. <laughs> so I was just reading I just read the special sauce that he keeps by his bedside oh, I did that <laughs> you should do an intro not that you want the links the Cosby show where, where he speaks to Claire Huxtable about why everybody's canoodling at his bar he says, it's my special sauce I'm gonna make you're the only person I think can't do a Bill Cosby impression well go on then do it I know, I'm sorry you're the choice person, yeah. but. <laughs> I can do it when I'm not thinking about it but the problem is uh, when you do think about it you just disgust yourself mm. I just listened to a book called The Forms by Peter Kleins, which is an interesting science fiction book that then goes completely silly toward the end. But there is a bit where it's about a, a, a teleporting gate that these scientists have invented, and then portal, and, 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 and yeah, but essentially a portal, and then and then all the consequences of of stuff going wrong. I'm sure it. it all goes badly wrong in the end. They realise that they have to close it down forever. Yeah, no, but it's actually it, it, it's, yeah. but it's interesting. It's an interesting story, but it gets too silly. Morality but there is a nice bit where someone accidentally generates a twin of themselves, <laughs> and then the twin goes. Oh my goodness, I'm Thomas Riker, aren't I? Oh, that's a good joke. That was, there's a lot of reference. It even says, now you're thinking with portals in the story. So the guy's very tuned in to, uh, yeah. to contemporary stuff. Unacceptably well, which genre, was, genre aware. I know this is yes. a, a cliched question, but we've never asked it in 201 episodes. Which was the best series of 
Star Trek. I assume you're going to say Deep Space Nine. I would say Deep Space Nine. I would say The Next Generation. Because uh, it, I would say that's why I because I think Deep Space t- Nine yes. was was objectively yes, better, definitely. but The Next Generation was more of a romp. If, and if I were to pick my favourite episodes from every all the series together, they would probably all come from Next Generation. So just particular episodes were great, like the Five Lights episode or um, the the various Data episodes, especially ones with Law in. Um, any Q episodes are always entertaining. I find it a bit weird that there is no Star Trek franchise on television. I know they've got the films that they rebooted, but yeah, sure no, it's it's powerful. Well, well, Enterprise, was such, Enterprise was such a massive flop. Yeah, but, but also the, also that the, the the ideas that people have been trying to pitch for where to go with the with the with the idea since have all been have all been terrible. Well, I mean, Rick Berman, really Rick Berman and Brandon Braga went with the idea of doing. Um, Starfleet Academy and the networks all went <laughs> no well, here's how you make a new Star Trek TV series don't involve those two yeah, yeah, that's well, it that's the solution Give you, you can't Moore. stop them from pitching unless you just basically run away whenever you see them coming yeah. I guess maybe five years ago I said give well, them how did, how did he Dis- hasn't done anything how did Disney deal Star. with George Lucas you know George said well, here's, here's my script for the next Star Wars didn't he, he, did, he did that rather, he did that, that thing with the, with the Doctor and uh, getting stuck in the Scottish Highlands in the past, right? Hmm. I don't know. This is, we have to find these. No, please don't. He, yeah, there's a, there's a series. It's a net. It's a um. It's an Amazon original series. Kind of right. It's called it's Outlander. It's called. Oh, I haven't started watching it. I've heard it's not very good. Yeah, Who did Outlander? Ronald, Ronald D. Moore. D. Moore. So Outlander. He did. He did Helix. Have you seen Helix? No. no. It, I watched the first series. Outlander. Outlander, Outlander. Despite it has some superficial sci-fi trappings, but it's basically a romantic. Uh, basically, it's some romance. Right and Capricorn was nerds don't absolutely atrocious. Nerds don't want romance. Honestly, go away. I don't really. Know. Really, we just want you to carry on doing Battlestar Galactica. Yes, honestly, we to do, but not the last series. We wanted you to carry. No, on no, I, I like how I like how wonderfully mental it got. The last but series. it didn't get mental. It just got uh, the Jane Ettinson episode where everyone cried in every scene for an entire episode and something about pigeons. <laughs> no, it really, really went off the rails. I know. <laughs> I know it's a common sense to say so, say, but I actually don't think that. Greece will necessarily leave the Europe. <laughs> I don't think they will. I, th- I think it's just going to be. It's too politically important that they remain. It does seem. It does seem there is an absolute determination to keep the Europe together, no matter no matter like, what the human cost. I but, made this argument about Scotland, and Nick was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing and it's the same argument about Greece, and now he's agreeing. No, with but, but, but 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 then again, I didn't think that the Labour Party would ever allow Jeremy Corbyn to come. And leader. now he's the leader. <laughs> exactly. Well, he isn't yet. But maybe he will. Maybe all the time this goes, by time this goes out, he will be the leader. Definitely. <laughs> I. I wondered whether I'm not, I'm not claiming to have any advanced knowledge here. I'm not rigging the election. I'm not Lord Mantleson. No, but I asked Martin. I asked you today. I said, "What was the the, the best bet you could have gotten?" He said, it "Was a hundred to one." Yeah, when his wow. candidate was first announced, he was a hundred to one on Labrook. Yeah, yeah. La- 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 when you put a thousand pounds on that one, and now now Liz, now Liz, Liz Kendall is a hundred to one. So you, if you maybe if you had a hundred to one on Jeremy Corbyn, and now got a hundred to one on Liz uh, on uh, Liz Kendall as a sort of uh, covering bet, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. you'll be looking. You'll be pretty happy about that. No, but uh, I think that uh, you also were commenting that it's, it seems to me that Germany wants two things. They want the Eurozone to stay together and they want the Euro to remain viable, but they also want to teach Greece a lesson and yeah. they don't want to do that which is utterly necessary to put that behind them. And I don't understand which... As- well, no, I, I did say which aspect would win and I think the aspect of keeping the Eurozone together will win because Germany of all people don't fundamentally want there to be massive stability in, in within Europe do they I mean they, they of all people know what happens when there is massive political stability in the middle of Europe so 
I think a fudge will happen. Well, yeah. Well, the problem is, is that not the euro, the euro the euro hasn't been fixed in a meaningful sense. The next, I mean, okay, the current eurozone crisis is far from over, but another me. another stasis point has been reached. But the next financial crisis, which occurs, the same thing will happen all over again, and every future crisis in the eurozone will play out in exactly the same way and I think until something is done to make the eurozone. Exactly, I don't think it's a problem with the euro particularly. I just think every country has its economic crises, like like indeed uh, Britain has frequently had and the panics and or runs and so on it's just that there is no mechanism to deal with those crises in, in, the, in, in any way I think that's yeah. the problem and what you suggested that there will have to be some sort of um, fiscal government and a debt yeah. union and a way also to devalue the uh, the euro from time to time if need be um, how would you devalue the euro though because Germany does it say, oh well screw you, uh, okay, well, you okay. lazy southern bastards I'm not going to devalue you, know, exactly. you, you, need to, you need to have a fiscal government well the same way they do it in do they devalue they devalue the dollar in America yeah. quite frequently well, don't do they really oh yes no, the last time that happened was in the 1970s I think because China just did it and it seemed to not go so well I mean, you you always should have the capability to pull that lever, I think, and that's probably... I don't understand any of this. I don't understand money at all. And the the thought of the euro where wildly different economies and countries with totally different approaches to money all influence each other's value of each other's currencies. Oh, that, that, the United States, you've got, you got Alabama and you've got California in the same Yes, but it, has a, but, it has a, but it has a central federal exactly. government no, but that's with the control answer. of the fiscal levers no, and there are fiscal transfers. No, but transfers that's the answer, to, but yeah. that's the answer. You have, how, does, how do you get Alabama and California to, be, to use the same currency? Right. And the answer is you have to have a political union yeah. that... Uh, a federal government which controls yeah. fiscal policy. The answer is and a federal contra- government. And so, federal government for Europe then? That would have to have. Or of the eurozone doesn't have to be the whole of the EU. I mean, Britain. Anybody would, who Britain would never EU. agree to a fiscal government of which it had to be part, but it would be happy to allow France and Germany to have one, as long as we didn't have any part of it. <laughs> no, but that's the point. In that, it's like half a system. The euro at the moment it doesn't mm-hmm. have that federal controlling levers. Um, I mean, the European Central Bank was supposed to have some modicum of stabilising effect, but it, it doesn't have all the tools it needs to do what it would. No, because it, it wants to be able to issue bonds on behalf of the entire EU, and it can't because Germany would never allow it. But Germany will have to if it doesn't want to destabilise everything back into fractious, uh, independent, angry nations. Well, I, I don't think it's already started to happen. I think the uh, I, I think the eurozone crisis has badly shaken European citizens' faith in the European project. The, the, big, the grand dream, I think, is looking a bit a bit of a mess. Does now. that make you sad, John? It John makes- had a book in his toilet. You see. Oh, do you remember that book? Yeah, we talked about it on Ron Doings podcast. Yes, it's, it's fascinating how wrong that book is. When was it written? 1990. Oh, this is one that predicted that the 21st century was going to be Europe's big yeah, century. Yeah, Europe was going to be the big central power of the 21st century. It was, right. it was, it was in the last <coughs> day, about 10 years ago, I reckon. Yeah. When you say it's 10 years, it's probably 20, actually. Though. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> 1830. It would be worth reading again just to see all the things it did get wrong. Yes. I think it was a hopeful book, though. Mm. Rather than a psychic. Well, the, the European elite have always we're talking about, talking about that's in the car. The European elite have always been hopeless idealists. You know, they've never actually allowed the fundamental political and economic realities to temper their their ideas. Well, that's the point. Um, the the <laughs> fact of the way what's happened with the euro shows that it wasn't a cynical project. Yeah. It was a hopelessly naive, idealistic <laughs> project. Um, I prefer those. Yeah, well, it's a noble failure rather than a cynical success. <laughs> yeah. um, so, have you come to terms with the fact that you're going to have um, a Conservative government for the next 15 years or so, John? The next 15 years? We've had them since 1974! It's <laughs> a good one. It's a good one. Have you come to terms with it, though? I mean, that almost sincerely. No, have, you, have you just come no, to peace? I've come, I've, no, I've not, I'm, I'm not at, Are peace you at peace with, with the that? thing that sounds abhorrent, but I'm aware it's going to happen. Okay, but do you... But, 
John's and, an old man now. But yes, do you believe? Do you believe that Cameron will keep his promise and leave before yes. the next election? Yes, I do. And who will replace him? I think Osborne. I think Theresa. You May. think? You see? You th- he thinks Osborne's going to be the next prime. I, mean, I think Osborne is a backward boy who, who prefers. Uh, he's a grand vizier. He's a Jafar. I, I don't, don't. So I don't think. Don't so. they I like think. to take their opportunity to take the little little stand? I think they? all. But we know what happens to Jafar's. Who uh, yeah. you know? We saw from Gordon Brown what happens when Jafar. Oh, no, get, when Jafar achieves his aim. Is Gordon? <laughs> is Gordon Brown enough of a lesson for anybody else in a similar position? I don't know. I would think I could do it better than Gordon. I, 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 I mean, I always thought that Osborne fundamentally realised he wasn't popular enough, but actually, he's had a good couple of years recently. Well, certainly, mm-hmm. he's had a good year. Sorry, well, he was booed. He was booed at 2012 Olympics. You remember where all the other politicians were? So. But he doesn't mind because he's a Tory, and Tories fundamentally don't want to be loved. That's no, a, but, yeah. an but, obsession with being loved seems no, to be a remember, left-wing thing. No, but no, no, <laughs> except no, but except for Boris Johnson. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. Boris okay. Johnson was very much cheered and he enjoyed that. Yeah, Boris, Boris is a special case, I think. It's interesting, you didn't say that Boris would be the next Prime Minister. I do love that we're picking our next Prime Ministers from a, a black and white photograph from the 1970s. Yes. But you, didn't, you, you, you did not choose Boris as Theresa no, May. I don't, I don't, Theresa May wasn't, Theresa in, May wasn't in, the, in the Berlin Club, that's true. No. Um, I, don't, I, I, just, I just can't allow myself to believe in a universe where Boris Johnson could become. Robert Prime Morgan Minister. as well. Robert Morgan says he won't even become party leader. I don't. It doesn't seem realistic. I just don't think the concern. I mean, the back. Plus, I also I think. Does it seem realistic that Donald Trump's going to become president? He's not. Of the that's States. the point. He's not. <laughs> like that, that superb onion. The onion did an editorial written as if by Donald Trump, which said, um, "Obviously, you don't want me to be president, but you do want to see how far this can go." Yeah. And that, that pretty much sums <laughs> it up. Somebody <laughs> said on, on a on a panel show. Somebody said, and uh, there was an American panel show. I don't remember which one. They said. What this is with Donald Trump, it's like in a reality TV show where the baddie is kept yeah. in until the yeah. semi-final. Exactly, there you go. Yeah. And I think the same with Boris Johnson. I just can't allow myself to believe that the back, be- the, the back, ben- Tory backbenchers have been muted for so long. I can't imagine they wouldn't just. Go surely there must be so many. Plus, there also chance. there must be so many. Um, Scores to settle and backbiting and all sorts of things going on. Well, we said on the a few weeks ago on the on the show, on the podcast that we said the point that you know with most people it's the scandals waiting to come out about them that will start, screw them over. With Johnson, he wears his scandals like a like a flag around his shoulders. All so, his illegitimate children are proud to exactly. It's like, <laughs> we can't, how can you undermine a man who is boasts of his how awful he is? I mean, but he's fine. I don't, I don't think he's particularly bad. I just don't think he's going to be prime minister. But the, the Tories have a, have, a, have an exhaustive ballot don't they, of all the nominees to, 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 to get a final two, which is then put to the members. And if, right. if Boris is in the final two, he'll almost certainly win because the membership love Boris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he ever gets um, to membership, so or... in order to sh- in order to if, if, if in order to shot well, Boris, nobody out, will nominate him except himself, will they? Right. He only need um, you know so. In order to stop Boris, I, you know, um, uh, um, George Osborne needs to ensure that Boris doesn't make it into the final What's his two. constituency again? Uh, Uxbridge and Hillingham. Is it Uxbridge? Times, yeah. So. What? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, Uxbridge is safe to I could do without a world where Boris Johnson and Donald Trump are in charge of two major world banks. <laughs> <laughs> two, two, very, two very strange hairstyles. I'll start looking for a new planet at that point. <laughs> You'll move to Norway. It's well, the t- another thing that that's not far enough away from is it, that. Is it, is it current, current sense that, that, that politics are starting being some, something which people are doing largely for the amusement of bored people on Twitter rather than... Well, that was... <laughs> if, if, you ask, if, I, if you ask me who I wanted to be, the, who I want to who? win the Labour race, whom I wish to win the Labour race for my personal entertainment, Bit Corbyn, of course. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, exactly. And I would love to see Donald Trump become president of America if it were a TV show. I could that I could press pause on and stop watching, yeah. and it got too upset. Trump, Trump and Corbyn. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible night. So he's like Trump and Corbyn. <laughs> <laughs> Trump and Corbyn. 
The hilarious adventures. <laughs> the hilarious but that's the point, is there will come a point where you wouldn't be at the end. Like George, George... I'm not finding this funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly, George W. Bush winning the, <laughs> winning the, the, the second <laughs> run... <laughs> Was that was where it was like okay I'm done I've watched this show for four years now I've kind of they've run the plots as far as they yeah. can go you know, it really is as awful as it can get that's no I don't want to watch another four years of this show anymore yeah, um, yeah. how far do you, do you think Trump will get the Republican nomination no exactly. or do you think they'll have him killed before that <laughs> I think he'll probably he'll probably step down himself surely he can't be taken there's got it to be some big scandal I mean I know there have been little scandalettes and the Mexicans are all rapist things but <laughs> well there's not yet but, if you... but that goes down well in the border states yeah, with exactly. Republicans did, 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 did Ivanka saying he was, a, he was a rapist cause anybody any issues probably not his daughter said that he no, was Ivana a rapist Ivana Trump his ex-wife oh I thought yeah. Ivanka his daughter you no know, Ivana Ivana, Ivana yeah, yeah said he was a bit naughty he was a bit said he was a bit rapey he was a bit rapey <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. His poll numbers seemed to go up with women after that, which was very weird. At that point, I stopped understanding what was going on. <laughs> oh, it is very I would like to be forcibly fiddled with his, his toupee or what? No, it's not a toupee. What is it? Is it a weave or a. No one knows. No one knows. It's a small. Well tamed man. Honestly, if you if you had a toupee or a weave, why would you get one that looked like well, exactly? That? Exactly, it, it has to it has to be his real hair because there is no other that. Oh. Yeah, but is it just the world's most elaborate comb over? Is that what it is? <laughs> why not just go for the sort of standard issue Republican comb over? It's a well <laughs> it's, it's a well codified hairstyle. Why challenge it? You know what happened in America that was a bit strange. How suddenly all the gays became all right after being the most evil part of the world. Now suddenly all, all gay marriage is fine. And there was such a such a collapse of uh, of of opposition there. What happened? Why couldn't they keep the game up, the, the, the Christians and the bigots? I think they overplayed their hand fundamentally. Well, the Supreme Court overall? Over, no, but generally... No, no, I mean, just, uh, the reason the Supreme Court happened, Court did overall was because the, the country was ready for it to be overall. Court of public opinion had changed. Yeah, had basically yeah. done a 180 in America in the space of under 10 years, which was a... But also, I mean, compared... It was really quick. Also, I, yeah, it was very quick. Even faster than the sort of turnaround in Ireland. And Ireland has changed from criminalisation to full <laughs> yes. acceptance in the space of two decades. It's quite impressive. But. It is impressive. It's huh. a hopeful story, but one wonders whether that's replicable elsewhere hmm. or whether it's just special for the gays I don't know is that possibly because I mean it's something interesting that you say is it because generally um, you know rich white gay men are in the position to engineer this changeover and there are other people who are not going to be able to or in less visible and less easily influencing minorities you generally put down to visibility as being one of the key things right? a hell of a lot more people now say they know a gay man than, or, or a lesbian or than they, than they ever did 20 years ago and simply you know, knowing a gay man who's not a stereotype also, also yeah, if no, the only gay man you know is uh, or, free or, or, yes, or, so. your, or, your, or your, your children who wasn't the, even gay according to strict uh, um, uh, are you being served canon yeah, and indeed he yeah. himself Spent his entire life protesting against the other. <laughs> oh, I mean, if, if, I suppose the big thing is where your niece or your nephew or your children are, and at that point, the, yes, it's usually yeah. that's usually where things break down. Oh, I, I, I heard that one, that one, say one of the big ways of winning the referendum in Ireland was was led by Mary Robinson. Mm-hmm. So she, she managed to win over the mammies by talking about motherly love, and then all suddenly all the all of these wasn't her relative. <laughs> one of her was, was her daughter or somebody, yeah, yeah. Or son, but and also all of these white working class Catholic areas came in strongly. Yes, because you know you win over the mammies, you carry Ireland because it's still a fiercely matriarchal society. No, Ireland was a surprise at how quickly. That I, I, yes, I was very pleased at that result. Mm. And bearing in mind, from from Father Ted to Father Ted and uh, the uh, Madeleine Laundries to gay marriage is quite a 
Quite a quick set. Although apparently, Lionel Melmati says they wouldn't make that series today because they, they wouldn't want to show the church in any, even a humorously good yeah, light. It portrays right. the Catholic Church in far too innocent a light. Right, yeah, yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah. 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 So they couldn't just have an innocent japery now, yeah. bearing in mind what's been revealed in <coughs> the Catholic Church in Ireland historically. Here have you been to Ire? Have you been to Ire? <laughs> I've been to the North bit. But you've not, no, that's, that's the United Kingdom. I know. I like to and think always well made. I like to think it was all one country. Oh. Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn is pro. Is, is pro giving, yes. giving no, away Northern Ireland. Funny. No, what I love. Anti the peace process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I love. Other people like, no. So it's like Hamas. It's like Hamas. They say, well, the reason Hamas international is he's just so di- diplomatic. He's like Jesus. He just sees forth to peace and so on. No, he was opposed to uh, the peace process. He wanted IRA to get the United uh, Ireland and thought this was an obstacle. The peace was an obstacle to United Ireland. Stop rewriting history, you idiot. <laughs> uh, I mean, we were talking to somebody on Twitter, uh, you, you saw mm-hmm. that, that chap who... Uh, well, that's what frightened me. It was one of the Jezbollah. <laughs> and uh, he, he was... <laughs> I heard that yeah, right. oh, no, He's been all over Twitter yeah. for weeks. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know who started Jezbollah, but he, it is quite good. Uh, and he was going all around and saying, it's all just Zionists, lies. He never <laughs> he never supported riots. Saleh. Uh, he never said that. He, he didn't. When he said friends, he was just being diplomatic. Not <laughs> the usual arguments. So I said to him, I implore you to do further research. And his response yeah. was, stop patronising me. Yes, <laughs> of course, I know I'm implying. Of course, I've You can prove anything with facts. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 what he's implying was, of course, I've done the research. So then yeah. I was talking about other things. And I said, well, you know, I was pointing out specific things about Ryde Sala. And Ryde Sala was an actual blood libeler mm. whom he hadn't merely said has the right to speak. He had actively praised mm-hmm. as a person of good character and so on. And he said, oh, oh, what is it? Oh, what is this? Is this, is, is, do you think, is this, could, is this YouTubeable? Or yeah. Is it, I said, yes, it is. I have to read to learn you, this. Yeah. And you've told, and you've told, you've told me that it's all, all lies and Zio conspiracy, but you haven't bothered checking the sources. You just believed what the campaigner has said, <laughs> where he says, you didn't actually... You believed it to the degree where you become furious with someone else for suggesting that yeah. you might want to research. Uh, those, and I, kinda, I, then, I, then, I then sent him the link to where he actually actively praises um, uh, Hezbollah and Hamas as, as social justice workers. <laughs> And, uh, and, and, and massively praises Ryan Salah, the uh, blood libeler gay killer. Mm-hmm. And then didn't, didn't share anything further. The most damning thing is the way that the, the, um, uh, the Jewish Chronicles seven questions is that, is that Corbyn and his team do not think that those accusations are serious enough to even dignify them with a proper response. The, argument against, well, that's, that's, that, uh, the argument against that is that he st- it could have been seen as a smear piece. Those questions were yeah. unanswered. Oh, it's always yeah, smear, meant to be a smear. Well, so smear, smear already, being but, facts that are inconvenient. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but, but yeah. If, if I'm talking about from his perspective, if I answer this, this is a trap, if I answer this... Oh, it's, it's, what, it's what, li- what Lyndon Baines Johnson called, was it the, the pig fucker gambit? Where you, 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 uh, you, Beep! <laughs> and you, you say, you, you ask your, you get your, by getting your opponent to deny something pig plucker by thinking you're going to deny that he's a pig plucker 20% of the electorate will automatically think he is a pig plucker because of the very fact he's denying it let me just be very clear Um, most most, by by not denying it I think more people now assume he is an anti but most people in the community would be prepared are are prepared to think that he isn't one but that he is very quick to overlook those who are and embrace those who are for his own political ends not just overlook but why did he write to defend Stephen Sizer an obvious lunatic exactly and also, um, there, there, there was a, a literal uh, neo-Nazi Holocaust denier whom he funded. He wrote a check for mm-hmm. and has attended his DI you know, it's in, uh, conference every year. Um, 
those are questions that are serious and need to be responded. If if, if any right wing politician had had a dalliance with David Duke of the KKK, yeah. even though they said, "Look, I was just being diplomatic. I was trying to bring the races together." Mm-hmm. So they well, hold on, but why did you fund the KKK then? Yeah. What's going on? That's that, a legitimate question. And he said, "I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even going to deign to answer." The only answers have been his his supporters on Twitter have been going into the Jewish conspiracy. It's the Jews being hysterical again. Blah blah yeah. blah. And that's but, not hope, but my, helpful. And I, obviously, I agree. But my my point is, if you're him, and you and the answer to those questions are, well, I supported them because I supported him because I agree with him what he's saying. He can't say that. Well, I supported him because I was naive. Well, that makes him even kind of yeah. look weak and stupid. If I say, there's no there's no good answer. To well, there isn't a good answer. To, there isn't a good answer to the question. No, that's right. my point. So, so he can't answer. He has to say, I am the sort of candidate who is going to throw this whole community under the bus. Which he's is what he's done. He's, yeah. yeah, he's going to stonewall for it. Which is very stupid so because. Um, the Labour you do control the economy. Well, also no, but the Labour Party uh, as and the, the Democrats media. in America, yeah. the Labour Party was naturally because uh, because up until that moment, I was thinking the media were going to be very pro-German until <laughs> until the early eighties. The Labour Party, <laughs> the, the, the Jews voted in their great majority for the Labour Party, and it's just been hemorrhaging since then. What's happening now is actually the Labour Party to watch out because also Sikhs and Hindus are beginning to uh, desert the Labour Party because the Labour Party is seen as being sectarian to. Um, other 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 Asiatic <laughs> religions, perhaps not giving them the opportunities that they give to others. And it was very interesting to see the um, demographic shifts of of uh, Hindus and and Sikhs and Jains to the Conservative Party. So I think they need they do need to watch out because you can chuck as many minorities under the bus thinking mm. that the one you're voting for is going to win the uh, win the birth rate. And, race, and, and, and don't know what's going to happen. To think, and to, think, to think that Ed Miliband was convinced that Labour were going to retake eventually. Yeah, well... In hindsight, that does look a bit naive. Yeah, and, and it, 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 well, I, I'm surprised that he thought that they, thought that they would because, um, if you remember, there were some serious questions at that point which he wasn't even dealing with. So yeah. you can throw these people under the bus, but uh, Corbyn surely should have a good answer. Part of being a good politician is, I don't think that's an excuse, John. He should have a good answer to those questions. And if he doesn't, then how is he going to do politics? That's the game of politics. The game of politics is having the good answer that how, how, people can't what, what, what would Tony do? But, his, but the, Tony wouldn't possibly I, You're have right, but if position. he doesn't have a good answer, it means he can't give one. So what did he do not give an answer? And what does not giving an answer do to the, to the, the current left wing in this country oh well then, then how dare you accuse him he hasn't said it's just as IO conspiracy because he, he dares to criticise it's Israel. a quantum his anti-semitism is in a quantum state yeah. until he answers so we can't really make say either way and that's what so he's fine he he's a right, gas he did the right thing he didn't answer like the, he didn't answer the incriminating questions and then, and then so therefore therefore his, the his, correct thing to do is to do bad things and then never mention it again exactly well, it seems to work <laughs> so many people the, the Cosby defence yeah <laughs> Right, it's five o'clock. Shall we say goodbye to everybody? Um, I hope to see you again soon. (laughs) That's nice. Bye bye, Judge Coxcomb. Thanks for joining us. I I was here, by the way. Goodbye. Would you like to make a (laughs) judge? Would you like to make a final judgment, please? Uh, Reads like a seven. Okay, good. (laughs) Bye. Bye.